How guys? Good morning. Morning. Uh, morning. We uh, well, we they didn't stop the game for you, but you finally did it, Tom. One thousand career yards rushing. You ready to look back and do a thirty for thirty on your rushing uh, career in the NFL? That would be pretty comical. I mean, most of these guys, I mean, get it in you know a short period of time. It's like a lifetime achievement award. So it's pretty funny, but. Honestly, when I was in high school, I I never thought I'd be playing in the NFL. Well, I was hoping I'd be playing in the NFL. I could never imagine playing 19 years. And, uh, you know, when you've been playing that long, you can accumulate some pretty pretty funny stats, and that's certainly one of them. I don't know. Last week we asked you about it. You sounded kind of proud. Yeah. I have to admit that you knew who you were ahead of. You were ahead of Eli Manning. You were ahead of, way ahead of Dan Marino. You knew that you weren't, you know, at the bottom of that list. You joke about how you're not fast, but you've managed to to run at the right times and 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 use your legs. Not you're not quite Michael Vick, but you sounded yeah. kind of proud of yourself last week. That's kind of an understatement, you know. I'm definitely not that, and I've always, um, you know, I tried to I tried to just always work at. I think you know, for athletes, you know, it's one thing to have strengths and it's another to have weaknesses, and I'd say. Since I was a kid, that's always been a weakness, you know. So I think just always kind of working it, you know, pocket movement and, you know, running a little bit. And, again, it's not that I'm ever really doing that like a lot of the guys are, um, you know, but just using good judgment and then making a couple yards when I can is always good for the team. And I like doing it because it's – I think it kind of – um, in some ways, discourages the defense a little bit because the last thing they were counting on is for me to do that. And then, you know, when we're able to get a make a play on it, it's it's a little bit, uh, you know, it the defense is definitely not counting on that. They're not definitely not working on scramble drills for the quarterback. Did you uh, ha- did you happen to see after the fact? Or right here, I tweeted them out. You didn't get touched. You got one QB hit. Harrison Smith hit you once. That was the pick. Other than that, you didn't get hit, except when you ran, of course. But dropping back, you didn't get touched. Was this as good as the line has protected you all year? Yeah, they played so great yesterday. They've really been playing great all season. It's, I mean, they're just they're such they're such tough guys. They, you know, playing against a really good D line. They give you a lot of looks. There's a lot of different combinations of of pressures and stunts and. Our guys just hung in there so well and did a good job in the run game. I thought we had a few more yards there. You know, I thought, you know, we could have made a few extra, but the line was just playing their butts off. And they really kind of took the challenge after the bye week, you know, to come in and and establish, you know, physical style of play, and they've done a great job of that. It's just been so great. David Andrews is so tough and a great leader for those guys. Joe Tooney is become one of the best, most dependable players on our team. Trent's done an incredible job. Shaq, you know, dealing with what he's dealt with this year and playing his butt off. And then Marcus in L.A. has a role. So it's just a great group. They're so well coached. Um, just I'm just, you know, I can't say enough good things about them. And they set the tone for our whole offense. So when they're playing well, it's, it just makes it so great for everyone else. Well, the offense early yesterday, Tom, was a lot of stuff underneath. And then the drive that stood out was the four-play drive where you guys scored, where Josh Gordon was a huge factor. He did not have a target in the first half. Is that something you guys wanted to to focus in on the second half? Did you see something that made you believe you'd have some opportunities with Josh on that drive and in the second half? 
Uh, you know, it was just, it was a weird first half. I mean, we only had, we only had like four possessions, you know, we scored on the first drive. We, you know, came up short on the goal line on another drive. We, you know, had a third down completion. That was, you know, a tight play that we just couldn't come up with on another one. It was just, you know, we couldn't, there wasn't like six or seven possessions where sometimes you can really get rolling. It was just, one of those games where we didn't have many and Josh didn't get the opportunity. And, you know, we have a lot of good skill players. So, you know, different guys are getting different looks and Gronk and James White and Sony and, you know, Josh and Hoags. And it's just, someone's always going to come up a little short at some point because there's just one ball. And, uh, but I'm glad he hung in there and, you know, really made some great plays for us when we needed to. And we just got to keep, we got to keep finding them, find him, find Gronk, find jewels, um, you know, everyone's able to make plays, and I think spreading the ball around like we did makes it hard for the other team to defend. 33-4 and four in December now, which is mind-boggling to me, Tom. Do you do you get the sense that other teams coming into Foxborough in December are intimidated? Well, I think, you know, we, we try to, and we talked about this a lot, you know, I think when you, September football is, you know, certainly important. Um you know, it sets the table as you go to October, November, December. But I think by December, you kind of know what you, what kind of team you are, what kind of team you need to be. Kind of the die's been cast. I mean, it's not like a small sample size at that point. And you know, our defense, the way they played yesterday, I mean, it's going to be tough for anyone to come to Foxborough and win when the defense is playing as well as they played yesterday. They really locked in. I could see it all week. They had a lot of different confusing looks for the offense, and, you know, they played their butts off. So it was just a great performance by them, um, you know, and, and you know, hopefully we, we just keep it going. we got two road games, which are, you know, obviously very important, two home games, and, and that kind of wraps it up. So this is this is the time of year where we got to, you know, really keep the foot on the gas pedal, be at our best, and – you know, see if we can keep stringing these wins together. Tom, have you ever played with a guy who can be as versatile as Corderell Patterson has been in your offense? And are you still trying to figure out ways to get the ball in his hands? Yeah, for sure. He's, you know, he's a very dynamic player in the return game. Obviously, as a receiver, the plays he's made this year, and then for him to play running back, it's just very dangerous to the ball in his hands because he's so. You know, he's just an electric player. He's got incredible running ability, strength, his ability to run and cut, um, his vision, everything. And I just think, again, guys like that, we just got to figure out how to get the ball to him more. And, you know, I got to figure out how to get the ball to him more. And that's just, that's what we got to do. Everyone's got to, you know, we got to make them defend all of us, including him, who's, you know, one of our most dangerous players with the ball in his hands. You were uh, last week proud of the team not turning the ball over. You had your first interception in, what, 103 attempts yesterday. Was that a product of Harrison Smith off the corner, Tom? Is that one you wish you had back? Did you have to get it out early because of the pressure? Yeah, that just wasn't, you know, a great offensive play. It was just, you know, poor execution and, and uh you know, like to eliminate those. But they made a good play. They had a good pressure call. I thought the guy made a good pick. So, you know, one for them. Hey, I know it's not – I know your team's not involved, Tom, but let's be honest, your league is, and it was a bad week, bad few days for the league between Reuben Foster and then Kareem Hunt. We talked to Boomer Hyacinth earlier, and he was saying – to ask you about this because 
the warnings, the, 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 just the, the preparation you get for this all summer meetings, coaches, uh, lead people saying, don't put yourself in these positions. Don't get yourself in this kind of trouble. And it keeps happening. Are you amazed? Are you disappointed that guys in your league, your peers are, are getting in this kind of trouble, uh, even to this day? Well, I think, you know, you know, we do talk a lot about, you know, types of things. Coach Belichick does a great job, you know, talking to us about, you know, things that happen and the consequences that come with actions. And, um, I mean, that's been something that we've been talking about for a while now. And I think there's just such zero tolerance, um, you know, not only in football, but in society, um, you know, for things like that. So, you know, you hate to see it. It's It can derail you know, some really encouraging, positive things that are happening in people's lives, you know, just a bad decision. And more so now than at any other time, you know, poor decisions are, you know, they just, you know, everyone's going to make poor decisions in life. It's just, you hope they're not permanently poor. Um, you know, it's just a very unfortunate situation. Do you, do you worry about your guys, about Patriot players, young guys, or do you think that you have the support system and you have Belichick and it's unlikely to happen for, for you guys? I mean, we it, we have dealt with our own fair share of, you know, crazy things that you would never expect. True. But. No. No. We're losing them. We're losing Tom. No, we can try to reconnect. I'm not sure if we'll be able to. Tom Brady joining us here on a Patriots Monday. Uh, I'm curious, and we'll reconnect. We'll ask him. I I wonder if when these things come up, you say the support system they have, does Bill, does somebody in the organization use it as a reminder? Are they they shown this and said, hey, this is an example, guys, of situations not to get yourself in. Yes. Yeah, I'm I'm guess I would guess that most of it happened Friday. Is it Monday the next day after a game? That's true. I mean, you know, Andy, yeah. he did too. You yeah. know, it's every team's doing it, the Niners, whatever. And, uh, you know, he's right. The Patriots have had their issues, but I can't imagine that any, that everyone is not aware that, forget cameras, that that everyone's watching. I mean, when Kareem Hunt did this, how many people were there? How many witnesses were there? About six? Eight? Yeah. Seven, eight? Yeah. Six? I mean... There was, I mean, it, and he thought somehow he'd get away with it. That just blows my mind. No, I don't even think he thought about it. I think he just lost his Probably freaking right. mind. You know, there are cameras there from the hotel. There are camera phones that people That's are holding true. on to. I mean, in this day and age, don't you think everything's on video? Yes. And I'm sure, as you were saying, Tom, I'm sure, as Jerry was just saying there, that this is something that, not only is it the support system there, but does the does the team, when an event like this happens in the league, is it shown, is it a reminder to the players about situations to avoid. Hello, hey. we got you, Tom. Sorry, guys. Yep, Apologize. that's okay. We got your back. I, I was just curious when an event like this happens and everyone around sports in the league sees it. Does your team? Does Coach Belichick use it as a reminder to the guys about situations to stay away from when events like this happen throughout the league? Yeah, absolutely. And and again, we talk about you know a lot of things over the course of the year and. You know, there's a lot of societal issues that, again, have been, you know, addressed with our team and the league, and I don't think we're necessarily immune to any of those things, but the league tries to create a lot of awareness, and, you know, it's, it's, you know, it's just personal choices, and that, you know, obviously we're all accountable to our choices, and it's just a very unfortunate situation. Hey, hey, hey one last thing, Tom, on a, on a lighter note, 
I don't know if you caught the uh, Adam Thielen, Bill Belichick tete-a-tete towards the end of the game yesterday uh, where Belichick told him to shut the F up. I'm wondering if you've heard Belichick. Um, I'm wondering if Belichick. No, McCourty said, said they that see you. that all the time. Does he say yeah, that all the I've, time to people? I've been on the other end of that a few times in my career with him. And, uh, that and was what, pretty funny. And what's do you your yell back? Do you, like do you have a response? Yeah. Do you go back at him? Uh, no, I kind of laugh. But, I mean, he's, you know, it's competitive out there. I mean, it's just, it's very feisty and everyone's emotions are on their sleeves and, you know, you say something, and there's just an emotional reaction. But that was pretty. That was pretty funny. Who was probably was the best funny. at going back at Belichick? Was it Vrabel? Vrabel was pretty good. Light was pretty good. Junior Seau was pretty good. Um, you know, the guys that tend to not give a give a you know what uh, were the best ones with him. And uh, I don't know. Julian's pretty good now. Julian's Julian's quick to go back at him now. So it's pretty funny. Uh, Tom, there was a report on ESPN yesterday that uh, Rob Gronkowski is still dealing with some injuries and the rigors of the season the Patriot way. Are you are you seeing those things on a week-to-week basis? Uh, are you seeing that from your teammates struggling with some stuff right now physically? I think everyone – I mean, you're not going to be, you know, at 100% this time of year. It's just – it's like – I always say it's like a marathon, you know. We're in the 21st mile of the marathon. It's not like it's, you know, week one. It's – there's been a lot of football that's been played, 12 games plus four preseason, 16 weeks plus training camp. I mean, we're grinding through it, and it's this, this is a lot of mental toughness. This is where I think you really rely on your mental toughness to get you through certain situations, and Gronk is extremely tough mentally, physically, and, uh, you know, he keeps coming out and answering the bell too. So we're going to need it. We're going to need our best players to keep leading the way, and – you know, if we can get a great performance offensively, defensively, put it all together, I mean, that's what we're going to need in Miami. And it's it's obviously a lot on the line for us this week if we win, you know, to division championship. And that's, you know, that's our that's that's a big goal for our team. So it's going to be a, a championship week. We need a great week of practice, preparation, and go down and win in a place that's been extremely difficult for us over the years. Well, I'll get you out on the quarterback question of the week. I think it was 2006, Tom, you had a chance to play golf with former President Bush, uh, he passed over the weekend at the age of 94. What do you remember from uh, that round of golf, and had, had you stayed in touch with the former president over the years? Yeah, that was that was a, a great experience for me. I, I got invited up there um, in 2006 to Kenny Bunkport in the summer. It was during the OTAs, and I asked Coach Belichick if I could go, and he allowed me to miss a day of practice, and I flew up there and landed on their property and uh, played golf with President Clinton and President Bush and Jim Nance, who's a really good friend of President Bush's. And uh, he had a putting green right outside of his house, and we went out on his boat. Uh, you know, he was kind of captain in the boat and then got a chance to have dinner with President Clinton and President Bush, and we played golf the next day. And it was just a great experience. I was so young at the time. You know, I didn't have kind of the perspective that I have now. And we played cards at night. And it was just, uh, it was very cool. It was a fun round of golf. Um, President Clinton took the golf much more seriously than President Bush. And, uh, you know, we just, it was a great thing. We had, you know, a secret service following us around the golf course. It was a very, very unique experience. And I've always kind of kept in touch. When we've gone to Houston, he's come to games. And I've stopped outside the locker room and seen him a few times. He was such a big sports fan. And uh, it was just really cool to get a chance to know him. And certainly, uh 
you know, he's in a more restful place now. I'm going to guess the round took, what, two hours, two and a half hours? Not with not with President Clinton. There was a lot of balls oh. flying all over the place. <laughs> oh my God! There was there was it was so it was so funny. It did was he, just comical. Did he always somehow just find his ball somewhere? Clinton? Uh, that's exactly. Yeah, there were balls hit, and oh, I, I got it. This is my first <laughs> and, oh, you know, it was like he was totally. You know, when you play around the golf, and I play with some guys where it's. You know, there's a lot of course etiquette and so forth. Not with President Clinton. If he wanted to hit five balls, he hit five balls. If you're walking in front of him, you'd have balls flying over the top of your head. And I remember on the 18th hole, President Bush was standing on the green, and there's a ball that just buzzes by him, you know. And he looks around, turns back, and President Clinton's, you know, behind him. And, you know, he, he hit a few balls and almost hit him. I mean, I couldn't believe it. I was like, oh, this guy's just, you know. Is it more is it more fun to play with a president or like a major champion? You play with Spieth and Mickelson. Would you rather play with one of those guys or with a couple of presidents? It was. I mean, it was pretty sweet. I've I've been able to play golf with some really cool, you know, foursomes and over the course of my career, playing with two presidents. I mean, that's pretty. I mean, I remember vividly a lot of the great things, great moments that were happening. It was, it was really cool. Just, just, and again, to play cards with those guys that night and. Then, Playing with the pro golfers is just a treat because, you know, you just can admire people who are incredibly gifted and they hit every shot as perfect. And, um, you know, you just watch their swing and you're just watching real pros that are masters of their sport. And, uh, you know, both are so unique. But it's it's fun for me. It's probably a little fun for them. But I talk a lot of smack either way because I, I don't have much to lose when I'm playing with those guys. Uh, Tom, thanks as always. We will uh, talk to you next week following the Miami game. Great. Thanks a lot, guys. Have a great week.